peace that guards your heart. Philippians 4, verse 6-7 Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Reflections The thought of having peace regardless of what's going on around us sounds almost too good to be true in this day and age. An unshakable sense of gratitude despite still having a desperate need speaks volumes about an inner peace and contentment that can only come from a true and pure source. We see in the Gospels how Jesus exuded this inner peace and he calls us today to fellowship with him and the Father that we may learn through his Holy Spirit to walk also in this same peace. As we stop today to tell our Heavenly Father what we need, may our faith and trust in him expand and grow, allowing his peace to enter into our hearts, guarding them and keeping them safe from the worries of this life. Prayer Lord, may your holy name be glorified and honoured forever and ever. Father, in today's day and age, with everything that's going on from sickness to poverty, injustice, loss and pain, unemployment and even relational discord, you assure us that even in our bleakest situation, we do not have to worry about anything. Give us this grand manner of faith, where with hearts of gratitude we can come to you and tell you what we need. Help us to resist the temptation of constantly talking about our needs to others before we first come to you. Our Father of heavenly lights, our healer and provider, come flood our hearts with your love. Come satisfy, heal and refresh. Give us the faith and spiritual maturity to be joyful in every circumstance and help us to be content with a little or a lot. In faith we know that you exist and that you hear us and you reward all those who seek you. We trust you to meet our every need, to work out in us a new heart and spirit one that reflects your glory. We praise you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hope in the Wilderness Matthew 4 verse 1-2 then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. Reflections
There is a place that God leads us into to prove us that is at times beyond our human understanding, certainly beyond my understanding. In Matthew, what strikes me is that Jesus was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. He was led. He went into the wilderness willingly. He also went in knowing and trusting that his Father and the Holy Spirit would sustain him, strengthen him and bring him through the wilderness to the other side. I can't help but think of the number of times I've written off a time of trial and testing as an attack from the enemy. This verse, however, opened my mind to the possibility that perhaps the pain and the struggles we face are not merely an attack, but in fact a necessary part of our life story. See, I believe God uses everything, and I don't think he makes mistakes either. So what if the pain or the struggles we face are actually an opportunity? Something that God is using to help shape and mould us into his likeness. Think about it. When was the last time you had a difficult situation, a time of trial and testing? Can you see God's grace in that moment now? A grace that was there then that wasn't there before. John 15.3 says that he prunes back every branch that is great bearing, so it will bear even more fruit. So perhaps there is a place for hardship and pain, for trials and testing in our walk of faith. We have a good Father who uses all things and causes all things to work for the good of those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. When he allows the pain, he equips us through Christ to do all things. So the question remains, do we trust him? When we cannot make sense of what's going on, when it really hurts, when the fear and the doubt starts to close in, do we allow it to wash over us, to dictate the way we live, what we say and what we do? Or do we take captive every thought and make it obey Christ? Isaiah 41.10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Do we believe when God tells us that he is with us or that he is our God? Think about it. The God of the universe is with you. These words are superseded by the following commands. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Isaiah 41.10 finishes with, I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you up with my victorious hand. None of these words, I believe, are misplaced, and perhaps they're intentionally placed in this order to remind us of what to do when fear and discouragement start to take root. One, don't be afraid. Two, don't be discouraged. Three, he is with you. Four, he is your God. And five, he will help you and hold you up with his victorious right hand.
Finally, 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. What an amazing promise that the troubles and trials we're facing now are small in comparison to the glory they're gaining for us. There is an eternal glory to be gained from the suffering God allows. If we believe he doesn't make mistakes, and we can see that we are a part of his bigger picture. When we trust him, hold on to him, even when we can't make sense of what's going on, we will come to find a place where he himself restores us, strengthens us and makes us firm and steadfast in the faith. Prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word. Your promises revive us and comforts us in our troubles. Help us to hold on to you and trust you in the wilderness. May our hope spring up in times of trial and testing as we remember that you are in control. Keep our eyes fixed on you. Renew our strength and fill us with your Holy Spirit. Help us to surrender our will to you and to stop resisting when you prune us. Give us wisdom to treat every situation with faith and gratitude to you. Psalm 52.8 says, And I am an olive tree, growing green in God's house. I trusted in the generous mercy of God then and now. Come tend us, Lord, your olive trees, growing green in your house. Bring us to full spiritual maturity. You know the exact conditions we need to reflect your glory. We trust you. Thank you for giving us hope and strength that will bring us through the wilderness to the other side where we are made whole and you are our eternal reward. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>